You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Everyone thinks I had a storybook career, that I just sprang into Disney Channel stardom overnight, made millions, and lived happily ever after. Spoiler alert, I didn't. There were countless failures along the way, and there still are. How I deal with that struggle and how I pivot when failure creeps in is what allows me to keep going, keep learning, and keep striving for balance. The Vulnerable Podcast is an invitation to hang out every week with me, Christy Carlson Romano, as I invite friends, celebrities, and experts for in-depth conversations discussing the good, the complicated, the beauty of being human, and what it means to be vulnerable. Join me every Tuesday as we navigate the ups and downs of my guests' paths to success. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Part two of the Attacking Scrum podcast is Heads Up, something that the Welsh backs uh, could probably learn to do a little bit more of. Yeah, It'd be nice to see them. Yeah, that's really damning there, isn't it? Really damning, sorry indictment of, of Welsh back players. That's classic, you. That is me, isn't it? I tell you what, I tell you another man who wasn't happy this week. Peter Jackson on Scrum 5. It was good, wasn't it? But the Welsh public loved it, right? It was brilliant. Yeah, it was... Uh... A lot better than the mealy-mouthed rhetoric we uh, we normally get on the show. That's a good line, isn't it? Yeah. You prepare that in advance? Don't ask me what it means, right? But, yeah. uh, Do you prepare that in advance? No, of course not. Come up with it on the spot? reading it. Or you've lifted it from somewhere. Yeah? <laughs> I may have lifted it. Mm. Um, no, it was great, wasn't it? It was. Jonathan looked... Uh, oh, he was, he was on, you could see him sort of backside twitching a little bit. I, I think they all looked quite uncomfortable, mm. actually. You know, right down to Justin Marshall... Talking about his uh, talking dancing about his bloody shoes. shoes and it was a bit odd. That. It's kind of like, yeah, cool. I'm here to be the court jester. Yeah, but actually, Jackson was was on a mission to 
to ruffle a few feathers and and say it like it is. And he did it. And what a breath of fresh air it was. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was good watching. Best has been in a long, long time. Genuinely has. A lot of what he said made perfect sense as far as I was concerned. Well-informed opinion, some proper journalism, actually trying to ask some difficult questions and provide some answers. Is he related to you? <laughs> no, no, no. But it's what we've been crying out for. You love him. I'm big. I am a big yeah. fan. I'm trying to think whether back to our our podcast a couple of weeks ago, which if you haven't listened, do uh, do dig out, which is called uh, punditry or puppetry, where we kind of said some of the changes we'd like to see within the media as a whole. And I'm trying to think whether I mentioned Peter Jackson or not. I know I mentioned Paul Reese at the Guardian. But I don't think you did. Damn it. Yeah. I'm going to have to listen back as well. I have to I listen back. I don't think you mentioned him, yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. But anyway, just absolutely hit the nail on the head with a lot of things and was quite prepared. To, you know, you're not going to agree every week. If he was to come on Scrum 5 every week, there'd be weeks when people went, oh, Peter Jackson's talking rubbish. But that's fine, as long as there is that opinion. Yeah. You could you could see with it how much he cared, couldn't you? Yeah. That's, he's, a, yeah. You know, he's, a proud, he's a proud man and... Uh, he was obviously deeply upset about the whole situation. He was. Which came across to me. Yeah, I think that's absolutely it. And he's trying to get to the to get to the truth of the matter. And that's something that we've just been served to use your I can't remember your exact quote, was it merely mouth rhetoric? Yes, merely yeah. mouth rhetoric. Um But that's the kind of you know, we've been fed media soundbites by kind of well trained experts for a long time rhetoric yeah yeah but they're um and it's it's just grown you know it's grown really really boring just to listen to ex-pros who supposedly are the only people who can give us any insight because they've played the game when actually we've seen in in one week what uh what an impact someone who's prepared to to be difficult you know i don't mean that for the sake of being difficult but somebody's prepared to Challenge opinion. Mm. Well, it got a brilliant reaction, didn't it? On it did. social media, went wild, um, and the view the, the viewing rates were, were, were massive. I haven't on, actually seen the viewing figures, they, but yeah, and what they usually are. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe that'll be the future now. Is well, will it though? This is my well, concern. He'd probably be taken out now, be shot. You worry um, about this because I've said I felt like the there's a bit of an incestuous relationship between the union and the, and BBC Wales. Because of the protection of their TV rights on the on the internationals, and if that is the case, you know the press liaison officer or the public relations manager down at the WIU is not going to be particularly happy about Peter Jackson's performance on Scrum Five. Yeah, there'd be a word on there. Do not let that man on again. But I would like to think that there is someone with enough balls, metaphorically, uh, with enough balls down at. BBC Wales to say, look, this is what we need to do with the show. We need to make sure there is a strong editorial credibility to it. And if that means ruffling a few feathers, sorry, but they might just not want to go that far, that far out, that you know, that far out with it, and have somebody on there that um, is a little bit more spiky than uh, than what we usually have, but not as far out as he is. Um, but it's not, you know, it's not. I don't know why. I it's mean, not I, bit, you know, it's, I'm sure if you've got Peter Jackson on there on a week where it's pro 12 games and or you know or let's say I don't know heaven forbid one of the Welsh sides has gone on a good run in the Heineken Cup let's say that was the case he's not going to be on there 
trying to be controversial then. No, it wouldn't work with him, would it? Coming on, you know, coming on week in, week out, I don't think. Um, they just need to bring, you know, if they have... I don't know. I mean, if you have, if you have Reedy's Colin, he's as clued up on rugby as, as any journalist and, and arguably more so than a lot of the pundits. Yeah, but for Scrum, for, I, for me, I'd like to see, you know, him... A number of others. I actually like Justin Marshall when he comes on. I always think he's he's fairly. Yeah, he's all right. He's entertaining generally. When he's when he's talking about rugby, it didn't um, work. It didn't work on. No, it just looked. Know. It just looked. It looked odd, awkward. It, it felt was, a little bit like he was the guy saying, "Oh, come on, let's lighten this up." Let's all lighten yeah, it up a bit. When actually, fun. what you've got to be doing is. St- well, it should have been serious. Yeah, it should and, have. and I think you almost. You can imagine them having an argument afterwards. Like, look, why did you why did you try and lighten the whole thing up when yeah. I was being I was being uh, uh, honest and and trying to get a re, you know trying to get a response from you guys? Yeah. And he was just like, "Hey, welcome." You know, it's good to be in Wales. Um, felt a little bit bad for him on that. Yeah, but if they if they get a different guest like your Ali Williams is, you know, people like that. Mm. Um, You've you mentioned Ali Williams before. I don't really remember his. his yeah, he spoke. On there. He spoke. Well, the New yeah. Zealanders are usually quite frank, aren't they? Yeah. They're. Um, Obviously, fairly dour characters quite often, but they they speak sense. I think they're not they're not too connected. So they'll just say it how it is. Um, what's his name from Ireland? Oh, Sh- uh, was it Shane Byrne? Shane Byrne. He, he was always he was mm. always fairly good. But just mix it up with different characters like that. Yeah, and like like we said on the on the previous pod, it doesn't just have to be ex players. That's my main gripe: is you throw in someone from outside of that bubble of looking after your mates who you're all texting with. You know, you you get that so often. It's mm. like. You know, whoever you've got in the behind the bar saying, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, I texted a few of the boys today. Yeah, they're obviously all, they're all very, uh, you know, beating themselves up about it." I don't need to hear that same thing a million times over. Have someone from outside of that circle, yeah, yeah. make much more compelling television and a much more honest assessment of of the game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm with you on that. It was good. It was good viewing. It was. So yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll see that continue, but. We'll, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we will see. Plenty of rugby coming up this week. I'm going to start with a, a glance at the Premiership, actually, which we didn't have time to do last week with our, uh, with our special guest, Andy Jones, in and loads of other stuff that was happening. But it's been quite an interesting time, again, for the, for the Premiership over the last few weeks. And the league's starting to shape up now with 11 games, 11 games in, really at the business end. I'm going to find out who qualifies for the uh, for the top eight. Top eight, yeah. I missed a lot of it. So what's been what's been going on? Well, <laughs> most importantly, Newport have been on a, a decent run, so they put together a, put together three wins. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I, it's good. It's encouraging. I think there's probably it's probably come a little bit late in the season, and they're probably just a little bit too far behind to make the top eight. But you don't know. A couple well, of now at the left. So they're eleventh in the league now, Ooh. but probably a little bit far off. Yeah. Kind of Cardiff and Cross Keys are above them in the in the table. Particularly Cardiff stand every chance of of sneaking into that into that top they eight. They climbed, didn't they? They have, yeah. yeah. A bit like it's been quite a, a weird season. You've seen sides go on a good few runs and then drop off. A little bit like you know, kind of said Bridge End a few weeks back seem to be coming into form and they've tailed off quite a bit now. That's why it's been great, though, isn't it? Yeah. Because you've had. <laughs> people are performing um, at different stages, and it's been the case at the top of the at the top of the table as well. So we've kind of been championing RGC quite a bit, and they found it uh, a little bit difficult in in recent weeks. So their form has um, 
has definitely uh, has definitely started to fade. Lost away at um, lost away at Bedwas last week, and they themselves have climbed up to third. So yeah, it's it definitely changed the the shape of the top of the table. Aberavon are now second, and Merthyr um, Merthyr top the table. Yeah, the strength of our squad's coming through now. It looks that way, doesn't it? And that'll only. Uh... It'll only uh, help them out now, won't it? As uh, as the season goes on, it will. And some, yeah, some pretty interesting fixtures this weekend as well. So starting with tabletop as Merthyr, they're away at Carmarthen Quins, who are in the top eight as it stands. So they've got everything to play for. So what's that first? So that's first versus seventh. Yeah. Where do you see that one heading? Oh, Merthyr. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Comfortable away from home. I've said it before. I'm keen for us to go down and grab one and you know watch one of these games. Yeah. Um, what did you say then before? I was saying um, even though it's away from home. Yeah, I still think they win that. Okay. Yeah, I, I think they they certainly go in favourites. So Close though. I'm going to say ten points. Okay. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think it might even be a bit closer than that actually. But I think Merth will so sneak in. You're going to go with Quinns then? No, I'm going to go Merth by six. Okay. And yeah, I think they're just the strength of that squad will. Uh, will show in the end, and again everything to play for in another another fixture as well. So, Cross Keys versus Bedwas. Bedwas in decent nick, move themselves up to third. Cross Keys really need to get a win out of that if they're going to stand any chance of. of yeah, a couple of weeks eight. back, you would have you would have thought it'd be a lot closer, wouldn't you? But mm. they, they're dropping dropping off a bit, aren't they, Cross Keys? Yeah, and um, also in Gwent this weekend, a uh, informed Newport side. Take on Aberavon, who again have tailed off a little bit um, over the last, you know, over the last uh, three or four fixtures. Who were, you know, the, the early form setters. What do you reckon about that one? I think the home side will get the win there. Yeah, I do. I, I feel like just a kind of a, a decent run of form. Mm. A few players coming into form. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's whether it's in the you know the Pro Twelve and it's a Dragons, or uh, or it's in the Premiership, and it's and it's um, Newport RFC. It's never an easy place <laughs> to go to, is it? You know what no. I mean? It's like no. you know, I don't I don't care which level of rugby it is, and there'll probably be a decent you know probably be a decent turnout as well, given that there's uh, you know there's a, a, an uplift in uh, an uplift in form. So I'm going a home win on that one, and then just uh, another of the final fixtures to to pick out. I'm not covering every single one of them, but. Um, RGC, who, as I said, have, have kind of um, taken a bit of a downturn of late. They need to get Andy Jones back uh, back down there. Yeah, they do, don't they? He's fresh from uh, well, globe trotting. Andy Jones, isn't he? I think he's, he's away, he's you know, away he's... at the moment in the desert, isn't he? Yeah, can't see where. Can we not? I... No, all right. I won't say not because he did us a favour in coming on. But it does feel like he's an MI6 agent. I'm not allowed to say who his current employer is. I'm sure when he's next on, he can say. Yeah. I know. Well, I won't blow it now, but it's not. Um, it's not RGC. They are at home to uh, to Ebervale. Who's coming out on top on that one? I'm going to go with Ebervale. Okay. Yeah. You're not, are you? No, I think they're going to. I think they're going to bounce back. And I think it's um, it's hard to it's hard to go. It's a long old trip. I think that. Yeah, I think RGC are going to get a, are going to get a result in that one. I fancy Ebervale on that. They might, yeah. Ebby might be coming into form at the right time, though. The uh, the reigning champions will, um, but we'll see. But yeah, another interesting, another interesting week in the uh, in the Premiership. Also, a lot of Pro Twelve fixtures this weekend. 
the, a full fixture list. So uh, yeah, as it tends to be normally. Um, before we kind of have a look at those games, anyone who's caught your eye during the international break, and obviously it doesn't get quite as much attention, but mm. any yeah. players you've spotted? Quite a few of them are playing for the Scarlets. Okay, probably yeah. Not, uh, you'd, probably, you'd probably expect that, to be honest well, with fair, you. Yeah, fair play to the Scarlets, though, because we've been quite critical in the first few weeks and said they're out of form, pivots well, they, under they pressure. They were, weren't they? They were they poor were, for a while. but they've, they've managed to string together quite a few good results. Yeah. Yeah, at the heart of those results. Yeah, Will Will Boyd, another He's been ma- fantastic, another man of the match performance. Yeah. yeah, that try, the try that he finished off. It was a great, uh, great burst by Steph Evans, who is another one that's been brilliant. Um, yeah, he's been he's, outstanding. He's probably on the brink of of being called in. Uh, What's the Wales squad? Yeah, we should have been in there ahead of cup, but yeah, I don't know, a few others should have been, shouldn't they? But as well, yeah, he, Will Boyd, um, Steph Evans, Ryan Elias. Yeah, he looks the real deal. Well, this is it. Some some kind of tough decisions for Pivac to make this weekend. Mm. You know, do you pick do you pick Elias over um, over Ken Owens? No, I think you you. I'm sorry. Yeah, you yeah, you, 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 you keep you stick with Ryan yeah, Elias. Yeah, yeah. You have to. It's not fair on the, on the boys coming back in, mm. um, or the boys playing so week in week out. Um, I just think it's demotivating if you mm. drop them, especially with the with the form there. Yeah, I think I, I think Will Boyd has, has forced his way into that side. He seems pretty versatile as well. Yeah. Seems comfortable in a number of positions. Um, your man, Jonathan Evans. Been outstanding, hasn't he? Well, he's in your Welsh team now, isn't he? Well, he is. Starting. At the moment. At the well, if the game is tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if Reese Webb's fit, I think that's a different scenario. Yeah. But I've, I've picked out four players from each of the four regions who've, um, who've kind of. Well, you've been, I've, you've I've been very fair then. Yeah, I've been, you know, quite uh, diplomatic yeah, about it. to me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not all Welsh either, actually. So we'll start with one of the imports, um, Willis Halaholo at, at the Blues. Now I don't know if he's just kind of licking his lips coming from Super Rugby and the standard of Pro 12 defences, especially when a lot of sides are depleted with internationals. But I think he's, I think he's going to have a big impact actually. Yeah. Just, it must be a straw in the park for him. Uh, yeah, it might well be at the moment, but he's um, he's got just. Power, raw speed, looks like he's good with ball in hand as well. I think he's... He'll he's qualify be... for us soon as well. Oh, I said before. I <laughs> do it, why do you Oh, God. Just yeah. does, it does worry me. He's mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Johnny Evans from Scarlet, who we've already mentioned. Yeah. Outstanding form. Like I said, there's a number of players down there, but he's looked brilliant. And someone who... Yeah, I'd love to... He's been on the score sheet, doesn't he? Yeah. Constantly. But, but with that, you know, service has been good. He's playing what's in front of him. Exactly the kind of instinctive thing that we're bemoaning in the in the national setup. Uh, I think Angus O'Brien's gone well for the Dragons as well. He's kind of um, yeah had him very down. spectacular score. Uh, he finished off at the weekend, which looked offside. But oh, you benefited that, yeah. Yeah, I think he went upstairs for it as well. He did, yeah. Yeah, he did go upstairs, yeah. But yeah, maybe he got it wrong. But that yeah, that was a brilliant try, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. He's uh, a burst. Worry about his size a bit, but given that you want to play some, you know, you've got to give Dragons fans something to cheer about. So at least if you've got a, a natural ball playing ten, you can spin it around a bit and and you know just yeah. mix just mix the game well, up, which you don't have in McLeod. I know McLeod's injured at the moment, but you just don't. Have that's that. the it's the safest. You know exactly what you're going to get from McLeod, and he's got yeah. he's got a, he's got a good pass. He'll kick, and that's and that's it. But throw in uh, Angus O'Brien, I think. 
Yeah, he's, he's, I've seen him. have seen him over the last few, the last couple of years. He's had some. He's had some some great moments, mm. and he's had a couple of couple of couple of shockers in there at yeah. the same time it's because he's not given a run. A clean yeah, run. I, I, back I, I, him. So you're yeah. the ten, and off you go. He is. He's the future, isn't he? Over, over McLeod, and McLeod would, would would hold his hands up to that. He is. Yeah, and then um, uh, the Ospreys player I've I've picked is a guy who um, I think has been tearing up trees in the back row, and that's Ollie Cracknell. Yeah. Looks looks good, doesn't he? Really, really. I tell you what, it's going to be hard for Lydia to yeah. get back in that side. You know, whether he's Wales well, he, and Lions yeah. international or not. Well, he carries well, doesn't he? His work rate is is off the scale. I mean, it's decent over the ball. Yeah, decent over the ball. He's big lump, aggressive. Um, Gets through a ton of work. Any other media yeah. media cliches for us to to trot out? He no, looks he looks fantastic though. I've been yeah. I've been really impressed with him. Yeah. And yeah, like I say, it's going to be difficult for difficult for Lydia to to get a place back in that yeah. side. I think didn't didn't Andy Jones say he was? Yeah, RGC product. He did, yeah, yeah he, did. he was said he was just you know a brilliant you know, brilliant brilliant player with a hell of a work rate engine. Well, yeah, if they do, if they keep churning out players up there, yeah, like him, yeah, and and Rian Williams, who he mentioned as well, he's mm. unfortunately picked up a, a knock, I think. Yeah, keep churning out players like that, and it's. That's going to be the you know that potentially untapped resource that's going to give us extra strength in depth yeah. in um, in key positions. But I'm going to pick up pick you up on something oh, you on. mentioned about you mentioned about you worried about uh, Angus O'Brien's size. Yeah, obviously Jonathan mentioned it on Scrum Five, didn't he? About, yeah. you know are we are we a little bit uh, shy of picking some of the smaller players? Mm-hmm. I think we are. Yeah, we 100 percent are. Yeah. Um, do we do we need to move away from that and start picking? Quite often, the smaller players are the most skillful players. Yeah, naturally, then. Mm-hmm. Um, Look, if, if someone's we... if someone's defence is is a big problem because of their size, right? Then I think that's very different to oh, yeah. he's a bit on the small side. But do you think their defence? The only way their defence is really going to get better mm. is by playing week in week out, not in training. Yeah. Um, where half the time they're probably not really tackling because they don't want to get injured. But yeah, they should be doing it at club rugby, though, shouldn't they? You know that's first and foremost where you got to get your game time. Yeah, I just wonder whether when they're playing in those low, those slightly lower level games where you know their hearts aren't often in the tackling, they'll you know they'll they'll be more attacking minded, so mm. they'll they'll drop off. Someone else will cover them. If they're in the limelight, um, playing playing at the highest level they can at that point, whether they'll then improve, I, who knows? But I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. Look, it can happen because we all know that you know Shane missed out on a lot of rugby because of his size. Mm. And he's the best. When he work, could, he's the best Welsh yeah. back I've seen in my lifetime. Absolutely, and probably yeah, the, the, maybe the best we'll ever see. But he he could he could have moved away from the game and yeah. just said, ah, oh, you know, sorry, I'm, I'm, you know, everyone's complaining about my size. I'll 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 leave it. Yeah, no, I do think I do think you're right, and I think it's something that I think it might have been Gareth on the on our very first pod said. Sometimes we're too focused on what players can't do rather than what they're good at. Yeah, and Shane's attack always outweighed. Any, um, any kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Any faults he might yeah. have had in defence, which he worked on and got better, and yeah. you know became the the top draw winger that we that we all know and love. That's the thing. He worked on it. He worked yeah. on his worked on his defence. He knew that was his only weakness, and it was ne- it was never uh, you know it was never really an issue. Then from that point onwards, you know he, he did get he did get targeted yeah. quite a lot, but he, he did for me he was he was he did all right. But if you were to ask. Um, Cardiff Blues fans now who they want to fill in at 
at fullback with Dan Fish injured. There ain't many who are particularly yeah. happy about Matthew Morgan. Yeah, I know. And it's, 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 it is sad though, isn't it? Because yeah, his defence has been. Uh, I don't know whether you call it defence. You know, it's been yeah, that bad. It has, it's been that it? bad, hasn't it? But and it's, yeah, it's a real shame because I've always just wanted to see him get mm. a good run of rugby. Yeah. Because I you know, still don't think that there's, you know, those kind of talents. I don't want to turn this into another chat about Matthew Moore. You mentioned. You yeah, mentioned. I know I did, but I was actually trying to be devil's advocate on this one yeah. and say, look, I the amount of times it, you, men- you mention that man. I know it's unhealthy, isn't it, really? And the dragons. Yeah. You could turn it into a drinking game. People would be, people would be absolutely sozzled out. We can see if we can pinch a few Polish lagers off the lads who are recording here before us. Although they don't leave many, do they? Um, I digress. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I, I think um, look, if someone's if someone's good enough, and they are bringing more to the team than than they're taking away, you know, size shouldn't be an issue for me. You know, and to be fair to Jiffy, he said it on on um, Scrum 5 yeah. Bowden Barrett's the most destructive player in the world and he's not uh, and he's not a particularly big man yeah and he's got loads of people around I mean his defence Eddie Jones is picking George Ford yeah and and they put him on the wing yeah <laughs> which, is, yeah, which is which is hilarious how can you do that at an international level but they do it he backs him mm. and there's a lot of people around him to protect him and a lot of the smaller players are the most gifted in terms of skill their skill sets so do we, you know, do we start, do we start playing as some of these smaller, smaller guys? No, and, they've got uh, the ability, hundred percent. But we don't play them, even if they got the ability. If no, then that, no, you're right, and that's if, the problem. Um, if Giles was six foot three, mm. he 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 would have started. In, How tall in, is Giles? He's not five, sure though, is he? Yeah, is he? Yeah, he's, is he that short? I don't know exactly how tall he is, but what is he? Five five ten. Yeah, I would have said five ten or eleven rather than. But for modern, but you know, for modern day now, that's he's he's a small winger. If he was six foot three, or even six two, you know, he would be. uh, He would have started, impossibly. He would have started in two of those uh, two of those autumn internationals. You know, I've just surreptitiously tried to find this out on my phone. I've gone right. Okay, let's see if I can quickly look this up while Dan's chatting. Picked out his Wikipedia page. Height one meter seventy five. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that <laughs> is in not real money. I really don't know. Maybe it says when you actually click on it. Oh man. No. Yeah, five foot nine. Shit. Five foot nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of it comes down to that. Yeah, maybe. You're, yeah, yeah. I mean, him and yeah, yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe him and Sam Davis have been missing out off off the back of this, you know. But that's. You we know, said that, we need to play with, to... we need to play with more more natural footballers. If we mm. can increase our the amount of natural footballers that we that we that we play with in the Pro Twelve, yeah. and we've got an issue in we've got an issue at uh, in the centres at the moment. And if we look at the if we look at the um, the regions and who's playing twelve Ospreys, we've got Josh Matavesi. Yeah. He's a baller. He's not Welsh. Yeah. We then go to Scarlets. Yeah, Hadley Parks. Hadley Parks, great player. You know, but uh, he isn't Welsh, is he? Yeah. Well, at the moment, he isn't. Ray Lilo at, Ray Lilo. Um, at the Blues. Yeah, and it 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 goes on, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. That's um. Yeah, that's a, a really interesting point. We have an issue. Um, so if we can get more more of our players, we, get, playing, well, we do right. We do, but at the same time, you've got the the be- the most informed ten 
in Wales, arguably in the league in Sam Davis, and we're not picking him anyway. So, do you know what I mean? There could be a five foot eight, rapid, hard as nails inside centre who can pass off both hands and chuck the ball between his legs. <laughs> it just sounds, it sounds funny now, doesn't it? Yeah. A five foot eight, yeah. inside centre. You know, I mean, but you, you know, there could be that player, and, and the current be, regime yeah. wouldn't pick him. Yeah, but yeah, so it's a really interesting point actually. To have a look, at, bring it back to the Pro 12 then, to have a look at, at this weekend's fixtures. I mean, Ospreys play Friday night. They're at home to Edinburgh. Ospreys are in good nick now, so they're up to up to uh, to third in the league. Where do I see that one Yeah. There's Os- only one winner in that for me. Yeah, Ospreys will, uh, will win that, and quite comfortably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that... You know, interesting to see what team they put out. Yeah, it will. Do you think they're going to... I mean, hey, who's going to start at 10? I think Sam Davis is going to start at 10. I really do. Yeah, I, I do. I think if you're going to... You'd expect the Ospreys to have dominance up front in yeah. that game. Davis will get plenty of ball. They, they'll probably keep a lot of the a lot of the boys that have been playing as well because the, 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 that coaching setup tends to sort of... You know, they don't make masses of changes, do yeah. they? But who knows, we'll see. Yeah, Ospreys for me in that one, quite comfortably. Likewise, another team, like we've said, who've been going well during the uh, the international break and, and just before that is the Scarlets. They're up to fourth in the league yeah. now, which, you know, it's, it's fair play. Brilliant. You know, it's, it was under a lot of pressure. They had some real problems as well, didn't they? We, yeah. just, we couldn't see where, they're, where they were going to get, you know, how the pack just seems so lightweight. They were yeah. demolished. Um and there seem to be a few issues in the backs as well, probably off the back of the pack not going well. Mm. Completely turned it around. I mean, that game, like that, that game against Leicester was an absolute try fest. Yes, it was. Great. Yeah. And um, five tries. Yeah. In addition to Steph Evans playing well, looks as though there's another find in Johnny McNichol. Yeah, he scored, didn't he? Was, he was scored. Yeah, an opportunistic, um, yeah. An opportunistic break, but again, comes with a, a big pedigree. Yeah. And a lot of Scarlets fans on social media have been. Been raving about yeah, him. Been, been raving about him, and you know the, it can't be a bad thing having him into the having him into the side. No. So I'm sure um, I'm sure that'll be a, a good addition. So they're away at Zebra this weekend. <laughs> it's <laughs> got yeah. to win that, hasn't they? Yeah, that's the Scarlet win. Yeah, I think so too. Cardiff or Cardiff Blues rather, home to Ulster. Tricky, um, tricky run of form for the Blues at the yeah. moment. They're not really clicking, are they? They're having a tough time at the moment. I think Ulster will uh, will win that. Do you? Yeah, I do. They're uh, they don't seem to have a great deal of confidence there at the moment. Do they? Yeah, they've got lo- lots of injuries. But then that could be the time that they uh, they bounce back with a w- you know good win there. Um, How many of the returning internationals do the will Danny Wilson pick for the Blues? God, give Gethin a rest, doesn't he? I don't think he can really. Really, I think he'll. I think he'll. He'll put Superman in there. Okay. Warburton. Yeah. I think he could use the game time to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I'd have him. Uh, yeah, you'd, you'd have. You'd, you'd definitely, you definitely play him. They need to. They need to get a win. Mm. You can't go again. You can't can't go another week with a loss. Yeah, they can't. But I just wonder it's whether home. whether it's taken. It's taken its toll on Gethin the last few weeks. You know, put a lot of rugby. He seems, to, yeah, he seems to be. Fi- he seems to be fitter than 
he was so fit and ever, doesn't he? He's, yeah. sh- he's shaking off that calf problem that he had that was just kept on sniping at him. Yeah. But this, I mean, this is this is it for the Blues, though. I mean, they've got to, yeah, they've got to put some form together because they need to push on and, and get a top six place. They've got to put the, they've got to put the best players in there. Yeah. So, and they've invested a lot in the squad this summer. Yeah. So they need that financial remuneration of of being in, um, in Champions Cup. Yeah. And yeah, and you know, also the the side directly above them. So, yeah, that's, that's going to be an interesting one. But yeah, I wonder, I, I wonder whether uh, whether the Blues have got it in them. He's going to be riding quite high with confidence as well, Gethin, even though the, you know, the, obviously you, the media have been, there's been quite a, everyone's been slating the mm. Welsh, uh, Welsh team. You know, he captained a good few number of the games, didn't he? And uh, we got a number of wins, so. He did. I don't think he'd want to miss out. And then, finally, to finish, Leinster are at home to the Dragons. So, trip over to, to Dublin for the Dragons. I think this might be back down to earth with a bump, actually. Yeah, I'd love for the Dragons to uh, to get uh, another win, but mm. uh, over there, there's uh, the RDS now. It'd be uh, be Leinster win. Yeah, I think you're. Um, I think you're probably right on that one. But anyway, we'll see some um, interesting games this weekend as the attention turns back to the to the domestic league once again. Time though, before Wishy was Welsh, you caught much rugby this weekend that side of the Wales game. Not as much as I usually do. No, yeah. not a huge amount, but uh, a bit. Okay. I'll, uh, and who's who's caught your eye? Farrell. He um, went. He went really well, didn't he? Yeah. Like, oh. Annoyingly. Yeah. He's 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 sharp, isn't he? I know. Uh, he looks something. He looks superb. Would you be tempted to play him at ten? If I was Eddie Jones, or if I was if Warren Gatland, or if you're Eddie Jones, would you play him at ten? Yeah, I would. I'm. I don't know. I, I think he's got. I think he's got more to his game than just the the physicality and the kicking game and stuff. I think he reads what's in front of him very well. I think he's got a decent enough distribution that I would put him in there. I don't know. I just never quite bought into all the George Ford hype. So Eddie I would. Jones rates him massively, he really does. He? Yeah, I mean, who am I to um, quibble with? And it's the record. It's a difficult one when it's working. I don't, yeah, I don't know either of their halfbacks particularly. Like, I wouldn't want George Ford over Sam Davis. Now, I, I'm sure every England fan would tell me I'm mental, but would I have Owen Farrell over him? Yeah, probably. Well, I think a lot of the English fans would also like to see uh, would like to see Farrell at ten. Mm. Um, but it's working for them, so I I rate I rate Ford. Um, yeah, he's got weaknesses in his game, but he's well, he's a natural he's a, he's a natural ball player, isn't he? Which, he is, and there's a lot of things that he does that looks as if he's not doing a great deal. Yeah, he's just orchestrating things um, almost from behind the scenes. Okay, one to watch for, for, one to for, watch me, closer anyway. for me. Then. Yeah. So you're not going you're not going for Farrell, though. Are you? No, I, I I couldn't. No, fair enough. I'm gonna go with Conor Murray. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's, yeah, he's, he's been, a, he's he's been an outstanding. Autumn, he's been he? brilliant, yeah, and he's he's the lions, he's the lions nine at the moment. If the game was played tomorrow, probably wasn't allowed to say that, but uh, we've had no mention of lions, have we? But no, <laughs> no, we haven't. Uh, I'm sure it will start creeping in now. Yeah. As the he'd be a shoe in at the moment, though. Yeah, he would with Webb being injured. You wouldn't have him in there because he's Irish. No, I wouldn't. I look, I haven't got look. Right, <laughs> let's settle this once and for all. 
there's something about this Irish side I don't like, right? They're bloody great, and maybe that's what I don't like about it. I don't like watching, I don't like watching Ireland and England do particularly well. There's just something that we've had a lot of mm. spats with Ireland in recent times, right? And that's led to me not really liking them as a team. But I have this huge, huge amount of respect for what Joe Schmidt's done with them, and then I rate a lot of their players really, really highly. I really do. And the other thing I'd say is when it comes to Lions time, what really annoyed <laughs> bloody brought onto Lions now, right? But what really annoyed me about their tour um, nearly four years ago was there was a lot of snide remarks on social media and in the press about how many Welsh people were in there. Like, and honestly, there's not going to be that many this time. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because it's that one time every four years where you put aside your your allegiances. And yeah, there'll be times where I go, oh, how could you pick so and so over so and so? But you have to put those those normal national allegiances to one side because it's the Lions. And I don't know if it was just because social media was much more prominent in 2013 mm. than it had been on any of the previous tours. But look, if they pick ten, yeah, Eng- if they pick ten Englishmen in the starting lineup, which I've bloody seen in the past, I've always cheered them on. So just for the record, you know, when it comes to when it comes to that. But yeah, look, Conor Murray's been has been outstanding. I'm going for a different player myself, though, and I think I picked him in the first week that we started doing this. Stuart Hogg was outrageous again at the weekend. Yeah, that's um, that dink over in the bounce. But he knew, like he, he, he was nowhere know near it, but he looked as though he knew. But get, I think you kind of play the percentages a bit with that as well, don't you? You go, okay, right, if it bounces to him, I've got him and I'm going to be able to tackle him. If I have one step to the left, if it bounces to me, I'm in. That kind of instinct. The bounce was I love ab- that. The bounce was absolutely perfect. He backed it, didn't he? Yeah, just... you make your own luck, though, don't you? I um, thought he was outstanding. Yeah, he was. Yeah, the pace on him. Yeah, no, I'm. Um, uh, That's I a great shout. Yeah, he's um he's playing brilliantly, and he's I, he's so exciting. Uh, coming on to this, just quickly on the Six Nations, it is it is going to be brilliant though because you've got Scotland going really well. Mm. Um, we've got Scotland away, haven't we? Which would be a great trip. Ireland lose away. Ireland at home. Yeah. You going to that? I haven't got tickets for any of the home games, actually. Yeah. No. And they are they are tricky to get, aren't they? And in England, England at home as well. But you know, it's like stuff often crops up closer to the time, so yeah, hopefully um, we'll pick something up then. Yeah, no, I, it is going to be a fascinating Six Nations, but uh, yeah. But the load of the Northern Hemisphere. Plenty of rugby to be Northern Hemisphere sides now really stepping up and playing some, playing some good, good rugby football. Yeah. It's just going to be great. No, it's, it's going to be a, a very... A very interesting tournament. Like I say, if I can put to side my sulking, if Wales don't get the right results, then um, there's there's going to be some really interesting rugby throughout that time. And I suppose if there is a time for all home nations to be playing well, it'd be the <laughs> be the uh, the Lions year. Right, quick bit of transfer roundup to finish. I'm not going to say anything more on Liam Williams because I think he's going to the he's, gone. he's going to Saracens as I said a number of times. Someone who isn't leaving uh, the Scarlets though is uh, is Hadley Parks. Looks set to looks set to stay uh, uh, Parky Scarlets. What a great great signing he's been. Yeah, he's a he's a classy operator, well. isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he speaks well, doesn't he? When he has a yeah. chat afterwards, it's, yeah, good good play. But he plays anywhere. He does play him anywhere, really. And you just hope, right, that there are some young players that can learn from the ball skills that he's got and the way he reads the game. And I really hope that's the case. It's hard to say when you're not inside, you know, you don't have access to the training camp. It's hard to say how much of an impact kind mm. of foreign players like that have, yeah. how much they can mentor people. You, you know, you, you wonder about and go, look, you know, how um, 
did Justin a, a young Justin Tipperick benefit from having Marty Holler in the same in the same thing? You can only hope that it does, and it brings Marty on Holler the might benefit the from having uh, Tipperick around. But um, me and me and a mate of mine have got a kind of a long stay. If you think my crush on Matthew Morgan is bad, Marty Holler was I had it real bad yeah, for him. Yeah. Honestly, any other nationality, he'd have had 150 caps. Yeah, brilliant player. Yeah, great. Yeah, great player. But again, I suppose you say the same about Justin Tipperick now because he's. You know, he's had these warps and blocking his path for a number of years. Yeah, absolutely. I think Hadley Parks is the type of player. Um, sounds a bit odd, but just the way he talks on 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 camera, mm. you can see that he he's probably really well respected by the youngsters. Yeah, and then I think he he'd go out of his way to help them as well. No, I think yeah, yeah. And he's, he just seems to be like a really important guy down there. Yeah, anything good that happens, he seems to be involved. He's, in. He skippers them. He's integral to that yeah. back line. Yeah, no, he's he's, he's he's talking just quiet chat, loud chat. He's he's. Very it's much, essential. very much falls into the the good imports, yeah. Um, in the history of the regions, and talking of the history of the regions, someone dusting his boots off. Yeah, Nicky Robinson is back yeah. for the Blues. Didn't see that one. I did not see that one coming. Yeah, he's um, God, was he only retired in uh, June, didn't he? Mm. But yeah, and having played a number of different he'll, places, he'll go well. Yeah. If, I mean, I haven't seen him play for a little while, but I hope he does. Yeah, I think he'll go all right. I always felt like he had such, you know, because he was, Blues fans loved him for a number of years, like, you know, this King Nicky stuff. And he had his ups and his downs as a, as a young player. But then that side that reached the Heineken Cup semi, he was so integral to yeah. it. When he was on when he was, when on he was form, on, he, he, was, he strung together a brilliant season and then yeah. left the year after. Yeah. And you just thought that that was such a... Yeah. If he'd stayed at the Blues the whole time and they could have kicked on in that next season rather than having Sam Norton Knight at 10, you'd have <laughs> felt was, like... Well, that was one of the worst signings uh, ever. Yeah, it was. I felt bad, actually, because I, um, I used to... Well, I say no. I professionally knew his sister. She was over here working at, on a working at Sky Media. And, um, yeah, I went... I, I had a couple, of, a couple of meetings with her and stuff. And she's really, really nice. And you kind of, I felt really bad because she was saying how much of a tough time he was getting down there and he just couldn't settle. Yeah. And he wasn't really a 10. Yeah, it was a, yeah, you'd be all right. He'll definitely well, he wasn't a 15, was he either? <laughs> Probably not. Um, but Nicky Robinson certainly doesn't fall into that bracket. And yeah, I'm sure he get yeah. an outrageously good reception. Is he going you know, to start this weekend, do you think? Yeah. <sighs> Amazing. I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be brilliant. Yeah, no, I, Look, if he can... He'll get an extension. He might well do. He might well do. I mean, it's... He's loving it as well, isn't he? Back to his home club. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, just a, it's a bit of a sort of fairy tale story, isn't it? It is, I'm sure. If he um, goes well. I'm sure Blues fans wouldn't have ever wanted to see him go in the first place. Yeah. But, yeah, it is a um, a fairy story with him uh, with him going back. You know they say in the media, oh, he's been keeping himself fit. Yeah. Uh, has he? Oh, I don't bloody or, know. Yeah. You know. But yeah, yeah keep an eye on his horses. I've got no idea. Yeah, chasing his horses. I was going to say I've backed a couple of his horses in the past, but um, that's another subject yeah. for another podcast. Absolutely. And then finally, this this one. I mean, this I is think a you, real. I don't know where you got this from. Well, this was um, something that that stemmed from uh, Robin Davy on Twitter, the um, the Argus journalist, and apparently there is some link between Ross Moriarty and the Dragons. 
I cannot, I cannot see this. This feels like one of those. You remember on News at Ten, they used to finish with a yeah. Trevor McDonald, and finally, yeah, like, and it'd be some ridiculous story. I mean, it feels like that. It's just utterly tenuous. I don't know. I'd be, I'd be astonished if Ross Moriarty turns up with the Dragons. No, that's that's not going to happen, is it? <sighs> no, no. I really, you know, we can dream, though, can't we? He needs to stay where he is. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, I do. Is it not room for him at one of the regions? I. Why would he come back? Um, he's playing brilliantly there, packed, you know, packed crowd. Same as you know why we said we you know if you're Liam Williams, mm. you know you'd go. Or and why, does any, why does anyone stay we, though? We mentioned Owen Williams, didn't we? Yeah, you know he, he'll. St- I, he's playing so well where he is. Um, he needs to stay where he is. I, th- I think if he came back, he might, he might, he might not be playing. Yeah, I really do. Oh, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, like I say, I don't think there's going to be. Um, I don't think we're going to see him back at. Oh, not back. I don't think we've seen the dragons anytime soon. But on the uh, on that point about saying, because quite a lot of people think that the, you know, a lot of these players should stay, you know, should stay where they are, yeah. maybe even go to England. It's own it's only England. Would you would you move? Would you do away with uh, whatever Gatlin's law is? It's really tricky because I understand the need to keep talent in Wales, right? because you need a generation of players looking up and seeing some great players playing for the regions. Uh, you know, the, yeah, you need a set of players that they can look at and go, wow, it's not going to benefit the regions in the, you know, in the short term in terms of attendances. So I can see the importance of it. But then if it's not going to be properly policed, policed, you know, not going to be properly enforced, mm-hmm. whatever the, the correct term is, then actually is there any point doing it? Does it just complicate it? If I'm honest, I think the only reason they've done it is to try and get best access to players in the lead up to international series. But you know, players will benefit from playing abroad, but you're gonna you're gonna cause damage to the further damage to yeah, the protocol. There would be masses of damage as well if we if we if we just opened up that game and you could go put wherever it, you want. Put it this way though, Liam Williams Liam Williams isn't gonna be excluded from the national side because he's playing for South he's playing for the bloody best side in Europe. It just ain't gonna happen. No. Anyway, yeah, I think we could do um, we could do a whole podcast on that one, um, and who knows, maybe we will. But that brings us to the end of this week. Now we say some great rugby coming up, so um, be interesting to see how a lot of those sides go over the weekend. And as always, let us know what you think. If you uh, leave us a review on iTunes, and again, it's still you know still in our early days, so tell your mates, tell anyone who you think is going to be interested uh, in listening to us and let us know what you think as well. So at Attacking Scrum on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash Attacking Scrum and uh, have a little trawl through some of the older ones as well. So like we say, with uh, the first part of each week, we try and look at a bigger issue so they're not necessarily something that uh, that goes out of date. So have a little uh, trawl back through some of the old ones if you've, uh, if you've enjoyed listening to us ramble on. And if you want to listen to us more, we'll speak to you next week. Face the same way Still it takes all day I take a look to my Sports Social Podcast Network